Welcome to Life in Elsieville, a podcast about purpose, spirituality, and intentionality. The goal of this podcast is to inspire, empower, and influence a generation of leaders to serve humanity with love, with humility, and respect while fulfilling their purpose. So with this podcast, I'm inviting you into my world from my perspective as a Christian, as a young black woman who is on this intentional journey of growth, of learning, of self-love, and of being real and being vulnerable, of becoming who I was meant to be, a journey of living life in and on purpose. Welcome to Elsieville. It's life in Elsieville. Where we strive to inspire, empower a generation of his people. You gotta keep pushing hard. You gotta keep the faith and believe in who you are. Yeah. Welcome to Elsieville. Find your purpose and live it out. That's life in Elsieville. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for coming back and tuning in to another episode of Life in Elsieville. I am so happy to be back. Thank you so much for everybody who listened to my previous episodes. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for your feedbacks. I truly, truly appreciate you. I'm back this week and we're talking about fear of success. Stay tuned. Can we get real for a second? Most of you have heard me say, on multiple occasions that I am the person standing in the way of my own success. I'm the person standing in the way of Elsie being her best version of her best self. And if I'm being honest, that has to do with fear of success. And that is something that I discovered that I've always known, you know, but I discovered more recently in my last year of college when I, on my last semester, actually, when I was getting ready to graduate, then it all hit me like, hey, I'm actually terrified of being successful. And so I struggle because I am a Christian who believes in God and I have faith, yet I make room for fear. So then I wonder, can those two things coexist? You know, I almost think that it would be easier if I had fear of failure because that's like, okay, you can fail. You're going to fail, but you know, you get back up and you do it, blah, blah, blah. But fear of success, like what if I succeed? And I, 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 it took me a while to wrap my head or my mind around the concept of why I'm fearful to be the best version of myself. Why am I fearful to live my purpose full out? You know? And so in this episode, I want to explore the biblical aspect of fear as well as the humane, I guess, aspect of fear, the surface stuff and then the deep stuff. I hope that this topic interests you. It is a new level of vulnerability for me, at least to say out loud on this platform. So, but it's it's something that has been on my heart. So I hope that it blesses somebody. I'm sure most of you have heard this. Fear stands for 
false evidence appearing real, right? It's like things that we don't necessarily see coming or know that they're coming, but we're like, oh, this might happen. And that's where a lot of the fear comes from. Like, what if it happens? What if it doesn't happen? What if this? What if that? And and fear just has to do with the unknown. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And I want to change faith because sometimes we say that fear is the absence of faith, right? And I mentioned at the beginning of this episode that I wonder if faith and fear can coexist. So if we replace fear in that scripture, if we replace faith with fear and we can you know, put it, fear is the evidence of things not seen. So to me, that's just mind boggling because it's like you either have one or the other. You cannot be fearful and faithful at the same time. I feel that is where a lot of us struggle. We have this fear, I don't want to call it irrational, but we have this fear of so many things that we see with our physical eyes right like fear of you know tomorrow um i don't have enough money to do this how would i do that just fear of things that happen in the natural yet we call ourselves christians saying that we trust god with our life we gave our life to christ right so we trust him with all of our beings yet we don't trust him enough to let go of the fear that of things that we don't even know so we're just worried does that make sense to y'all i'm literally going through this episode thinking and reflecting because i've seen how far i came from when i first wrote my three or five pages of fear of success and until now because at that point in my life I was just about to graduate and if you know my story a lot at all you know that it took me way too long to graduate college right so at that point I already felt like I failed because most people take like four or five years max right maximum maximum six years and here i was taking longer than that and everybody that i I first started college with they got their masters they they went on to get other things and here i was still working on my bachelor's degree so at that point i already felt like what's the worst that could happen i'm already a failure and i don't want to say like my whole life is a failure but in that aspect of my life I'm already a failure so after I'm done with this chapter of graduation then what what if I'm not competent enough to apply all the skills that I've learned throughout college because you know there must be something wrong with me if I stay in college for that long then I carry that fear with me that after I graduated then everybody will see that I'm not good I'm not good enough or I'm not as good as they thought I was. I never put in the pressure on myself to be good. It's something that I would say everybody has put on me. Even with me being um, a student leader on campus and always I was always a student leader no matter what campus I was on and a student leader in, on campus and in different areas of my life, I was a leader, right? So people will put this expectation on me that, 
okay Elsie appears to be like this so she must be like this and in my mind I'm like yo what what do y'all see like I can play that off really well I can play off you know the roles the different roles that I'm in I can play that off real 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 good but at the end of the day I come back to myself and I'm like am I really all of those things and the scariest part about that is if I am all of those things what if this is like what I'm meant to be what if I'm successful at this and I cannot tell you guys how much that scared the heck out of me just the thought of me being like a successful person and I was like, what? Me? Like, I, I I, don't know. Don't get me wrong. There is nothing wrong with being successful. I want definitely to be successful because our purpose on earth as children of God is to be successful, right? To show God's glory in every area of our lives. So success is really what you think it is. Um, And for me personally, success is fulfilling your purpose and doing it while blessing other people so for me if I bless one person today and I live out the purpose that God has ordained for me then I am successful so it really depends on how you measure success it ties in into my fear of it because in a sense I'm like God really chose me like the girl who could not graduate from college (laughs) like it took me forever right and God chose me to impact all those people and again, looking back now, I know it was not about necessarily the degree that I obtained. It was more about the experience, about all the people that I impacted and that impacted me all throughout the journey. It was about what I learned, the skills that I acquired and everything else that came with that. And that's the thing though, when God calls us, he doesn't call us according to our strength, but according to his. So it's not necessarily about our strength. It's not about our abilities. It's not about what we can or cannot do. It's about what God can do through us, even the least of us. And if you look in the Bible, you see people like Joseph, he was the least. You see people like David, like Gideon, like even Abraham. And those people were not, they didn't really see themselves as worthy or the most powerful or the best of the best, right? But God still called them and God still used them. So that's where grace comes in. It's not so much about what we can do in our physical or what we believe ourselves that we can do. It's about what God created us to do, the purpose that he has instilled in us. And he has given us so much strength and so much ability to do all those things that were barely scraping the surface. So when we have grace and when we truly put our purpose and God first and we realize that we're not doing any of this by our own strength but according to the strength of the God who created us then that's when we give up our flesh and we surrender right and that's when God uses us in ways that we cannot even imagine you know And yes, I do realize how selfish all of this sound, especially to the people who really cannot relate to this. And I know that my purpose is much bigger than me, right? So I realize that it is selfish for me to think that way, that I'm scared of being successful, like one, 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 LC. But this is something that is real. And I know a few people who can quite relate to it. So this episode is especially important to me for that reason, because to me, I'm overcoming that mentality of thinking 
that not only am I not good enough for God to use me, but that I have that this, I don't want to call it irrational once again, but I have this fear that um, if I succeed, then I'm like, you know, I, I don't even know what is going to come out of it. So it's just the unknown part of him. And so part of where my fear comes from is that I'm so scared to be so good at something that I don't have any excuse to be less than perfect or less than best. One of my uncles taught me at a very young age that if you're going to do something, be the best at it, right? So I always went on with that mentality that if you're going to do something, you have to do it to the best of your ability. You have to do it to the best of your potential. So for me, I think that's where the fear kind of comes in, right? If I'm good at something, then people expect me to be the best at it. People expect me to be at least great at it, right? And it's not like I enjoy being uh, mediocre or I want to be mediocre, not by any means. It's just when you are mediocre or when you are average, no one is really checking for you like that, right? People are expecting you to be that way. But when you are exceptional, people expect you to be just that, right? To be great, to be kind of perfect, close to perfect, to be the best, to not be mediocre. So all that added pressure and expectation um, can lead to disappointment. And I think that's where the fear that I have comes in. I don't want to disappoint anyone and deliver less than what everyone puts me to be. And I encountered this in different aspects of my life, right? So for example, when I was a student leader on campus, it came with a great deal of expectations and pressures and all those things that people put on me that I took on on myself, right? And I had to portray myself in a certain way or live it a certain way. It's not like I failed to do anything, but it was a lot of pressure that was added and it hasn't stopped, you know? Even at church, I have added responsibilities and Sometimes I feel very overwhelmed, but someone told me with greatness comes more responsibility. And that just goes to what the Bible says, to whom much is given, much is required. If you have the ability, the potential, the skills, the whatever talent, whatever you want to call it, to exceed mediocrity, to be great, to be exceptional, then you are required to live according to that level that God has given you. Right. So you can't you can't have a PhD and be doing a job that is minimum wage. Right. So let me bring this back to my favorite dirty sponge analogy. Like I told you guys, I might be using that analogy for like everything. It's like the analogy of my life. <laughs> but anyways, in this scenario, let's take a look at that analogy. So in this case, you have a 99 cents sponge, the yellow and green one. And you also have the magic eraser sponge, right? The more expensive one. They both serve the same purpose, but one is more powerful than the other. So you have in your possession the dirtiest plate or pen that you have ever had. Like so dirty, like disgustingly dirty. And you want to clean it in the most efficient way. So which one will you use? Will you use the cheap 99 cents one or the one, the magic eraser one that can clean quicker, faster, more efficiently? What I'm trying to say is it's all according to your level, right? So that 
magic eraser sponge has more power than the 99 cents one in this scenario right so it has more power than that so why would you use the 99 cents and be scrubbing and scrubbing and working so hard when you have in your possession the magic sponge that when you look at those commercials it can just wipe it out is that all making sense that's the way i see this success thing right god has given us the ability to be greater than we are and yet we are living at the potential of the 99 cents sponge and we're trying to achieve all these things that are like even beyond our own dreams and we're trying to achieve all those things using the 99 cents sponge my point is both of those sponges do the same thing ultimately but one gets there quicker faster more efficiently and it cleans better so why are we struggling to use our own 99 cent potential and being hindered by all this fear when god is giving us this magic eraser sponge that will make our life easier if we just obey him and listen to him and live according to his strength and not ours i hope all of that made sense to you talking about this fear of success thing and if you are like me if you are thinking like that listen there is hope for us right god did not call us to be mediocre he called us to be great to be leaders to be the best of the best to enjoy all the fruits of this earth everything that he has created is for us all we really have to do is believe what god has instilled in us that his purpose is greater than our own strength and not compare whatever fear we have let's not compare that to the magnitude of what god can do in our lives now i'm not gonna end this podcast just talking about all the fears that we have about being successful when we know we are called to be successful i want to leave us with a few scriptures that will empower us to get rid of that fear right the first scripture is 2 Timothy 1 verse 7 and it says, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And fear is just something that we don't understand. We are mostly scared of things that we don't know. And what we do know is that God has called us to be the head and not the tail. He has called us to be above and not beneath. And if we truly believe that we should get rid of this fear by truly believe in what god is saying about us and not what our mind is telling us what the world is telling us what our limited physical abilities are telling us another scripture is um that helps me a lot is whenever i am afraid i will trust in you so obedience and trust in god is one of the most essential most important things for us christians right and i will have another episode on trust and obey um god has been really pulling me on that episode it's supposed to come out this time but you know we'll get there but i was saying that scripture whenever i am afraid i will trust in you psalms 56 verse 3 and that is a scripture that is very helpful because if we believe what God is saying that we are, who we, God is saying that we are, and what he is calling us to do, then there is no reason for us to be fearful of what we don't know because we will know what God has called us to do. You know, <laughs> I'm sure that makes a lot of sense to you guys. Another scripture says, be strong and of good courage. Do not fear, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, he is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. And that is in Deuteronomy 31 verse 6. And so I found that 
a lot of things that I'm scared of is the fear of the future, right? So fear of what will happen next. What if I take this big leap? What if I um, take this big step? And what if I'm not actually as good as I thought I was going to be? And this scripture is telling us that when God's, God is the one leading us, he's not going to forsake us. He would not leave us and he would not forsake us. As long as we are following him as his leading, we will not be forsaken. So wherever we end up, it will be the best for us. Is that all making sense? And let me go back to the scripture we started all of this with. Hebrews 11.1 1, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And at the beginning of this episode, I say we should replace faith with fear. If we keep faith in that scripture, that's the essence of what I'm talking about throughout this episode. If we have faith, then we don't need to fear. If we trust God and believe what he says about us, who he says we are, where he says that he's taking us, then we don't need to have fear. Okay? And even he says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways. Isaiah 55 verse 8. God does not think like us, right? He created us. He doesn't think like us. So we need to change our thoughts to be filled with what God is telling us, not whatever we are thinking of ourselves in the physical, in the natural. We are supernatural beings that God has created. Therefore, we need to think like what he says we are, who he says we are, what he says we can do, and not limit ourselves to our mere physical ability abilities natural abilities that are not really taking us anywhere because if you focus on those abilities that you can see you know can touch can feel then we're not really getting anywhere and God wants to take us further than our mind cannot even imagine I also want to leave you with some practical steps to success it's easy to talk about, you know, being fearful of this, of, of being successful, but we also need to equip ourselves and be ready because God is not just going to leave us because we decided we don't want to be successful. When God needs us, he uses us to bless other people. So ready or not, regardless of how long it takes us, God is going to use us to bless other people. I want us to be ready with these practical steps to success. Number one is the force of of self-discipline. In whatever way that comes up in our life, we need to have self-discipline. I shared with you guys that my version of self-discipline, what really got me to be more disciplined about every area of my life is becoming celibate. So with being disciplined in that area, I'm more disciplined in every other area of my life. So find something that would make you accountable to being self-disciplined. Reading your Bible, praying all the time, hearing the voice of God, listening to what God has to say and obeying. All those things are signs of self-discipline. And discipline can include things like efficient time management, efficient management of your energy and your resources. Who are you choosing to spend time with? What are you choosing to spend time on? What are you choosing to spend your money on, your resources on, your talents on? You know, uh, listen back to the very first episode. Are you prostituting your anointing? How are you spending your time and your talents? All those things become results of self-discipline. So if you lack in that area, it will be hard for you to succeed. And also the truth about time is everybody has 24 hours, right? And time is not going to wait for anybody. So just like you spend money and you can waste it, you can spend time and waste it. So you need to be very careful who and what you spend your time doing. 
Another practical step for being successful is being accountable. So accountability to yourself, to to God, to whoever you need to answer to according to your purpose. So you have to hold yourself accountable for the work that you are doing for God to use you. And that comes, you know, through self-discipline and through listening to God and praying and reading your Bible. And you have to be accountable to God through obedience as well. And also, you cannot be successful if you don't have anything that you're striving to be successful in. So (laughs) I know it sounds like kind of dumb, but you must know your purpose in order for you to be successful. Because even if you're doing any of those things that require your time, your energy, your resources, and at the end of the day, it is not your purpose, then are you really successful or did you just waste a lot amount of time and money and energy and all your talents doing something that you are not meant to do? And at the end, are you content? Are you happy? Have you fulfilled your purpose? So you need to find your purpose in order to be successful. I hope this episode helps someone today. I hope that you learned something with fear of success and with how to get rid of fear and what God says about us and why we should not be afraid of anything that we don't know. We know what God says about us and we know that is true. So we should not be operating in a realm of fear, but rather of faith and of obedience. I'm going to leave you with a wow moment. That is our word of wisdom. And it has to do with one of the practical steps that I shared earlier. And it has to do with time. And there's a quote that says, wise people spend money wisely, but wiser people spend time wisely. And you can earn money, you can get money back most of the time. But time is something that we never get back. Time is when you waste it and that that's done. So you need to really be aware of the people who are wasting your time, of the things that are wasting your time, all those time wasters. You need to identify them and get rid of them in order for you to be any t- to have any type of success in life. So time is money people say and um, the same way you need to spend money wisely you need to spend time wiser and in that same concept I want to remind you about discipline that discipline is operating as demanded and not as convenient right so discipline is not always fun it's not always convenient it's not something we desire to do yeah it's hard Discipline is hard work, is intentional, and it's something that we need to choose to do in order to receive what we want. So we can just not be disciplined. If you are not disciplined, then you that's when you waste time. That's when you waste energy. That's when you waste your resources. That's when you, you know, allow all the fear outside to come into your life and disrupt what God says about you. So be disciplined and use your time wisely. And one more wild moment, because why not? The price for greatness is more responsibility. When you are good at something, you will be in high demand. More people will want you to do those things for them and people will seek you out for it. So I want to tell you that the price for excellence and for greatness is more responsibility. And you have to take it upon yourself to take that first of all as a compliment and then work on yourself so that you're not too overwhelmed do not minimize your greatness because you're scared of the extra responsibility 
God gave it to you because you can handle it and he will help you handle it. So trust and believe that and live in your greatness, live in your excellence. Those are my wow moments for you this week. We have now reached the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. I hope that you learned something. I'm always open to questions, suggestions. And if you want to have more conversation, if you want to talk about this, please hit me up on my social media. If you have my number, I'm always ready for conversation. And before we end, let's pray. Father God, we thank you so much for the opportunity to be here once again. Thank you for this platform that you have provided to me. Thank you for everybody who is listening. I pray and I know that this message is reaching somebody who needs it. Thank you because you have not instilled in us the spirit of fear, but of love and of a sound mind. And we thank you so much for everything that you say that we are. We thank you because we are the head and not the tails. We thank you because we are above and not beneath. We thank you because we are like the salt of the earth. We are a city set upon a a hill that cannot be hidden. We thank you because your grace is sufficient. We thank you because you do not call us according to our strength, according to our abilities, but according to yours, Lord. And we thank you because you are taking us to greater heights that even our mind cannot fathom. So we give you all the glory. We give you all the adoration. We pray that you destroy the fear of success in us if even the fear of failure any fear that is crippling us that is holding us back that is stopping us from living our purpose and for blessing others father let that be destroyed in our life in the name of jesus we thank you for everything that you are we thank you because you are the one and only thank you again for this episode thank you for everybody that it has impacted thank you for the lessons we have learned today we give you all the glory and all the adoration In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And until next time, think positively, plan strategically, move intentionally, and live purposefully. God bless you. Welcome to Elseville. Find your purpose and live it out. That's life in Elseville.